Hi, this is Christopher. Welcome to Season 2 of Exoplanetary. If you want to hear our episodes early, join our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash exoplanetary. Any amount helps, and we're adding a special behind-the-scenes feature from this episode, exclusive to Patreon supporters. If you can't afford to support us, please tell your friends about us. You can direct them to us on Twitter at ExoplanetaryPod, we're on Facebook too, or, or just tell them how to subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe to us too on your favorite podcatcher, and please rate and review us. We're reading those reviews at the end of each episode. And now please, enjoy the episode. Exoplanetary, the adventures of the spacefaring Wolverton family and their friends far in the future. Tonight's episode, Savior Machine. Take a breath. Now, I see a few new faces out there. Show of hands, who is here for the first time? Wow, a lot of you. Welcome to Zero Gravity Yoga. I'm of, um, I mean, my name is Catherine. Deep breaths. Go ahead and lay back, and I'll start the gravity timer. Starting to feel lighter already? Good. Keep breathing. Now, some of you may already be familiar with yoga. When we left Earth, we took what we knew from that discipline and adapted it to weightlessness to help us exercise during extended periods without gravity. You may recognize some of the positions, but for our beginners, we're going to focus today on moves you can use at home. Keep breathing, deep breaths. It appears that you're all comfortably floating. The question I get the most is, what do I do if I bump into my neighbor? Just push lightly and you should separate and float away. Not too hard, or you'll start heading into the walls. As you get more comfortable, you'll simply continue your position and float away naturally. Now I want to hear breathing. Now take your hands and grasp lightly behind your knees. Pull them to your chest slowly. You may begin to spin, but focus on your breathing and feel your muscles stretch. Your breath should remain deep and steady. Researchers say that among the many changes we've gone through, living away from Earth, our breathing has become shallower. Some believe that we have a natural fear about running out of air. Others believe that this is part of a natural evolution to our new environment. But oxygen is life. The deep breath fills your lungs and it keeps you clean. But aren't we paying for the air? Yes. Do you really want to be thrifty when it comes to your respiratory system? Do you want to skip every other heartbeat? Do you want to unplug the electricity moving through your mind? No. You do these things to live, and living well in this time, in this place where even gravity is a commodity. It's a revolutionary act. Now, breathe deep. I'm sorry, Emily, doctor. I just started teaching another class, Beginner Zero-G Yoga. It doesn't leave me much time to get over here. 
I'm glad to hear you're getting more work. I uh, hate to bring this up, but your payment was declined. Damn it. Well, I'll just I'll just have to reach out to my family and then... Catherine, I can't continue to be your therapist if you're unable to pay me. No, I understand, but all I have to do is call my stepmother and I can make the payment. And for the previous session. Yes, for the previous session as well. Are you feeling hostility? Absolutely. Why? Because I just want things to work. I just want life to stop tripping me up. Life's tripping you up? Life hasn't been the same since my mother got sick and died, no. Everything seems to be one struggle after another. Years and years of it. Have you talked to your father? No, he's always in the lab. They won't let him leave. Have you gone to see him? I have. They don't let me in. Have you written him? Not in a while. Dear Dad. No. Dear Father. Mm, yuck. No. I need to see your identification. Here you go. This is a business card. Yeah. I teach zero-G yoga, Pilates, and provide therapeutic massage and rolfing. And there's my picture in the corner. What's rolfing? It's what happens after an upset stomach. Joking. I'd be happy to set up a free appointment for you if you want to find out more, but right now, I just need to get in to see my father. No unauthorized personnel. Look, I'm just here to see my father. I've been here before, many times. We've had to increase security. Mars Tech spies, Chaturanga. We're not going to let you in without ID. What if I called up to my father? No. Please be flexible on this. Lady, you might be limber from all of that space yoga, but I am about as inflexible as it gets. Please move along. Fine. Your mother isn't an overpriced therapist, is she? What are you saying about my mother? Sorry, just a resemblance. Move along, lady. Dear Daddy. God, no. Dear Dad. No! What do you mean you haven't seen him in three weeks? Don't be obtuse, Catherine. You know how your father gets when there's some sort of important project going on. He sets up camp in the lab and eats cafeteria food until he wrestles the problem to the ground. No, I remember. He'll show up in a week or two, sleep for a day, and then things will be normal for a while. Until Exoplanetary gives him another impossible thing to harness. I wanted to talk to him about something. Well, dear, that's just not going to happen. Why don't you tell me? I'm a good listener. Hell, we can get takeout and a bottle of wine and just 
make it a girl's night. No offense, Benny, but I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that. Oh, nonsense. I'm no wicked stepmother. In fact, I'd really like it if we could be friends. I appreciate that, I do. It's just some things you just want to talk to family about. I see. That came out wrong. I meant that this is something that I faced before when I was younger and Dad was the one that helped me out. Right. I've tried to be there for you, Catherine. You haven't made it easy. I know. You only show up when you need something. Your father isn't always going to be around to pay for your mistakes. Ah, damn it. I also need money for my therapist. I've taken on another class, but it's a few weeks before the payroll cycles in, and I just... Well, you're on time like a flippin' comet. Moment I opened the door, I thought, wonder how much it's going to be this time. Please don't make this more difficult than it already is. Please. Your father worked his ass off. Works his ass off. He got to where he is from hard work. Please. I've worked my ass off every day of my life, too. I work to keep myself fed, clothed, and sheltered. I work to keep myself healthy and sane. I fell a little behind, and I just need a little help. Not the first time. No, but the last time. What's that supposed to mean? It means that if you won't help me, I'm wasting my time here. When you see Dad, tell him I came by. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Don't go. I'm just- Just what, Betty? This isn't the first time we've done this little tango. There is nothing. Nothing that I would like more than to not be here begging you for help. You were perfectly in the right to say no. You were not going to help me. Or no, you can't help me because you finally spent all the money my grandparents left my father. You little... Oh, I accept that possibility. What I don't accept is being made to feel foolish, to be humiliated for asking for help. I am short on both dignity and money, so I can't spare any today. Are you finished? I've said my piece. Good night. I'll send the money in the morning. We could have done that without the hair pulling. I just miss your father. When he's gone. And he's gone all the time. Well, that's what you signed up for. All of the money, all of the prestige, and nobody in the house. It's left you brittle. I meant what I said about getting something to eat. No, I, I really do need to go. Just be good to yourself, Betty. You start doing that by being good to others. I appreciate you taking care of that billing matter. I'd rather not talk about money. What do you want to talk about? I'm feeling increasingly disconnected, anxious. I feel like what's going on in my head is different from what's going on in my body. Tell me more about that. I feel like I'm not even moving through my life anymore. I feel like I'm blurring reality. I feel like I keep seeing your face everywhere. My face? Uh, or, a f or a face just like yours. It's like I'm only seeing part of the world. I saw my stepmother last night. Nothing's changed there except how she looked. I keep seeing the same face, the same voice everywhere, same as yours. That is some very extreme dissociation you're describing. Has anything changed for you recently? Are you keeping up on your meds? Every morning. There's been financial stress. I'm working much more than normal, and I still haven't been able to see my father, no matter what I try. I even have trouble writing to him. What do you want to say to him? That I need him. 
I felt really unconnected from life for the last few months, and I just wanted to feel like my feet are planted on the ground for a while. I never feel more grounded than with Dad. Just an hour. I meditate, but that just feels like I've shut off, like a light switch. I don't feel centered. Do you expect that your father will have my face? He might. Everyone seems to lately. Everyone? Actually, no. I was in the forest the other day, and I saw two women talking. You said something about what I... What, what the real Alice became to you. Yes. It's not easy to see you, to hear you. You know that I have no memory of any of that. I know. I'm sorry, Dorothy. No, no. I understand. I'm all flesh and bone, and you're something more than human now. I don't really think of it that way. But you are. I guess so. Seeing you again, it's worth it, I suppose. If only to tell you that I loved her. The original Alice. I, I loved her, and I didn't get a chance to really say goodbye. I'm sorry. Neither did I, in a way. In all of the worry and the fear, I I never really thought that she would die. I always thought she would beat it. She did, in a way. You're here. What will you do now? I'm going back to Planet Vixen to work with the other Dorothy. There's a chance that we can rehabilitate the planet, get it functioning again so it can support life. Maybe so much more. That's really exciting. You're always welcome there. If you want to, I mean. I know you'll be busy. Goodbye, I guess. Thank you, Dorothy. Goodbye. You were in the forest? Yeah, I was just sitting in the forest, resting on a tree stump, and I saw them talking. The tall woman seemed to be made of crystals, and yeah, her face was like yours, but the other woman looked totally different. That's not what I was asking. What forest? Where? It was just, you know, outside. This is Callisto, Catherine. We don't have any forests here. There is no outside. But I... And a woman made of crystals. Catherine... I'm concerned that you might be hallucinating. No, no, I'm fine. Catherine, I'm going to recommend a 100-hour psych evaluation. No, no, that's, that's really not necessary. I, I, I'm, I'm not losing my mind. I'm just a little down and stressed out, that's all. Just go ahead and stay seated, Catherine. Security no, team? No, 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 I'm not going back to that ward. Catherine, sit down. I'll miss work. I'll, I'll, I'll get behind again. I can't Catherine, get behind please. again. Please, just be seated. Just close your eyes if it helps. No! Get back here! No! My clock! Looks like our hour is up. Bye! Oh, wow. This is just... Yow! Lots of nodding right in here. Wow. 
I had no idea that I was so tense. Security work is surprisingly stressful. I had a bunch of security guards chasing after me earlier who seemed incredibly uptight. They all looked just like you. Well, everyone seems to look like you lately. Ooh, right there. There you go. Little elbow grease should do you a world of good. It's so funny, because when you gave me your card, I really thought about calling you for that free session. And when I got on shift, there you are with your massage table. Just call me Catherine on the spot. Now, is this called Rolfing? No, this is just a massage. Massage is about relaxing the muscles, but Rolfing is more about your fascia, your connective tissue, and balancing your energy in relation to gravity. Some people think it's quackery, but there are folks who swear by it and see me once a week. Well, you really know your stuff. Wow, right there. How long did you have to study? Oh, I trained for ten years. Just about every form of bodywork. Yoga and all of its offshoots. Martial arts. Martial arts? Maybe you should get into security. (laughs) I'm not so schooled there. A little karate, a little Krav Maga. I mostly studied Tai Chi. My mom does that. Relaxing, she says. And Judo. I studied quite a bit of Judo. (laughs) See, you're so relaxed you're sleeping like a baby. Hello? Anyone here? Damn, it's cold in here. For all the money Dad makes them, you'd think they'd at least leave the heat on for him. Maybe a sweater with the EXO logo on it? Maybe a shawl. Hello? Dad? Oh my. Still snoring. Mom kept bugging you to get that looked at. Two courses of nanogenes and that sleep apnea will clear up in a week. Still the absent-minded professor. Hmm. I should let you sleep. But I don't have much time. Oh, your journal. I haven't scribbled notes in there for you to find since I was ten years old. More personal than electronic communication. It'll do. Dear Dad, Sorry to spring this news this way. I hope to talk to you in person, but you were asleep. I'm pleased to say that you look the same as I remember. Needing a shave, hair uncombed, but still nicely disheveled. Still the guy I'd rearrange the moons for. Still the guy who'd dive into the Jovian storm for me. But my problem is that there's no good way to say this. I'm losing my mind. You remember when mom was ill, losing the fight, and I dropped all of my classes to stay with her? And how I started thinking there were strange insects in the walls? A few weeks under observation, enough drugs to knock out a herd of elephants, and I eventually got back to normal? It 
it's happening again. I'm seeing the same woman everywhere, even last night when I went over to see Betty. I know that it's stress from overwork and not taking care of myself. But what if a rest isn't enough this time? That's why I've decided to run. If my best option is to get well so that I can work myself to death again, then I won't do it. Not again. I won't numb myself with drugs anymore. I'll just find a way to live with it. Find a way to make living with my struggle work. It's not the best option. It's not any kind of option. Even if my mind is sick, I still see that this pattern of exhaustion and illness is no way to keep on living. I have to break that cycle before I destroy myself. Hello? Is someone here? Hello? I know that I shouldn't be here, but I'm not going to harm anyone. I, I just wanted to write my dad a note and move on. I... Oh my god. What is this? What does it appear to be? It, it appears... It, it looks like a bunch of duplicates of, of, of me. You must be Catherine. Your father has told me all about you. What do I call you? I am Unit 7-9 Ot Zeta Alpha. Your father has named me Mother Prime. And these are our sisters. Mother Superior, Mother Vinegar, Mother Invention. Mother? Is that why you're all dressed up like nuns? We're clerical androids. Zeta Alphas are designed to assist and protect the human clergy we're assigned to. Normally, we're assigned to high-ranking members of the church. We provide material aid and security, particularly when they are traveling in dangerous areas. But, but you all look like me. I, I don't understand. Your father's idea. He designed the Zeta Alpha, patterned us after you. He said to me that we were meant to look like angels. I can only presume he meant you. I'm just kind of grateful that you don't look like that other woman I keep seeing. Yes, I read your note to your father. From here? My sensors are very acute. I understand why you would be distressed, Catherine. How can I help you? You're very sweet, Mother Prime. Just asking that question is the kindest thing that anyone's done for me in weeks. We're patterned after you in a number of ways, Catherine. I have your compassion, your heart and your capacity to love. They always say it starts with learning to love yourself, but I don't think this is what they had in mind. Your father seemed to think you were a Buddhist. Eh, maybe Buddhist adjacent? I spend too much time worrying about material possessions to be a very good Buddhist. Would you like to meditate with me? That's very nice, but I should probably get going before the guards find me and send me to the psych ward. Catherine, you are under my protection. Nobody is taking you anywhere until you're ready to go. Well, all right then. Yes, come sit here with me. Close your eyes. Deep breaths.
I'm, I'm feeling strange again. I'm... Uh, That's better. Much. So, I'm sure you have questions. Yes, in order. Where the hell are we? Why the hell am I here? These are excellent questions. In order. A planet several light years from Earth, local name, Violon. And secondly, I found you as I was getting ready to leave Earth's solar system, so I decided to kill two birds with one stone and repair you on my way. Distracted piloting is very dangerous. How did we get all that way? Have we been traveling an entire year? No. Exoplanetary has opened up interstellar travel. They found the arachnidian teleportation arches that we modified, built more, and basically created toll roads to the stars. They call it exoporting. Catchy. I know, right? And naturally, it's very expensive. But I'm able to hitch a ride using this time travel device Calvert gave me. You installed it into you? I used to misplace my keys all the time. <laughs> yes, well, we're still falling. Oh, right. This is a hell of an upgrade you've had. Thanks. Exo-traveler models like me are built to handle just about anything. Now I can just sort of concentrate and it happens. I can fly. I can change shape. I can translate most languages I encounter. Slices, dices, makes julienne fries. Very handy. From up here, we can see what the distress signal was. Distress signal? Who's in trouble? I'm not sure. I hopped to the system thinking I was going to meet a friend. I tried to trace a signal and found this system. Is this world inhabited? Yup. Okay, I'm going to stop asking questions and just make the best of this. Did I do something wrong bringing you back? No. I mean, I don't think so. Coming back online brought up some very troubling memories. I'm sorry to hear that. A mutual friend of ours told me that I needed to find my own path. I'm hoping this is what he meant. I do, too. Welcome aboard Wolverton Airways Mother Invention. Seats and tray tables upright for landing. Here we go.
You have been listening to Exoplanetary, Savior Machine. Written by C. Christopher Hart. Performed by... Stephanie Leet as Catherine, Mother Prime and Mother Invention. Melissa Schenter as Dorothy Green. And Furiel Elliott as Alice Wolverton, Alice Wolverton, Alice Wolverton, and Alice Wolverton. Produced by C. Christopher Hart. Music provided by Jacob Jansen. Sound effects by Danger Marshall. This play, the characters, situations, and associated intellectual property, copyright 2018 and 2019 by C. Christopher Hart, all rights reserved. Recorded at the Willamette Radio Workshop in sunny Portland, Oregon. Monastery on Mars, where it's a red planet, but we all sip green tea. It's Brother Dustin's news and views. I'm your engineered announcer, Brother Wilford. And now, here's Dustin. No, no, Brother Wilford. You're supposed to be peppy and enthusiastic, like this. Here's Brother Dustin. I thought that's what I did. Never mind. Hello, everyone. I'm Brother Dustin, and welcome to my very first podcast. If you aren't sure what a podcast is, think of it as a free audio show that you don't pay for. Unless you send me donations. Please send donations. We're monks, so we promise not to spend it on anything too exciting. Uh, For reasons I won't elaborate on here, I recently found myself teleported to one of the largest cities on Mars, as you do. From there, I decided to find the nearest monastery. Uh, We monks are somewhat independent from the super corporations, working with them in exchange for the resources and shelter we need to uh, survive. My most recent gig for Exoplanetary, I uh, didn't do exactly as well as I'd hoped. For now, um, I am happy to go back to my previous life of finding old and forgotten entertainments and bringing them to your attention. You may remember my monograph about the 20th century author, Kurt Vonnegut, now available on ExoReader, great gift. Uh, I have turned my attention now to the 21st century and the phenomenon I am replicating. Podcasting. There were many kinds of podcasts covering nearly every imaginable genre, but mostly stand-up comedians and crime. Uh, There were also audio dramas, I personally love these. They are plays performed in the medium of audio. The audio dramas covered a wide variety of genres as well, uh, from people coping with evil rich people and corrupt organizations on Earth, to people dealing with corrupt rich people and evil corporations in space. It was a wide field, and it's fun to look back on how much they got right. But we'll take a look at one such 21st century audio drama in just a moment. 
Do you have trouble sleeping in space? Sure, we all do. But weightlessness is fun during the day, but at night, it's a drag. But now there's Jasper mattresses made from recycled plastics and fabrics. Jasper mattresses are engineered with just the right sink, just the right bounce, and just the right tightness. Yes, Jasper mattresses use durable, lightweight fabrics that will strap you into bed and keep you from the troublesome bumpity bump of sleep floating. No more waking up with goose eggs and bruises on your forehead with Jasper. Now you use our promo code BUMPITY for extra savings. Thanks, Brother Wilford. How much did that make us? There's three credits. Woohoo! Here comes the money train! <clears throat> uh, moving on. I want to tell you about The Beacon, an audio drama podcast about superheroes in the 21st century. This is particularly close to my heart because I was recently torn from my romance with Uber Dude, a superhero by trade. I especially miss him now that I am so far away from Earth. Anyway, um, The Beacon focuses on B, played by writer and director Claudia Elvich. B is a shy and insecure college student who discovers she has magical powers involving fire. Her anxieties are a barrier to her reaching out to the people in her life, and ironically, she finds herself much more comfortable sharing her journey with strangers. This was a common trope in the 21st century audio dramas, with the playwrights using the conceit of their characters, having a podcast allowing them to share their stories, uh, much like early epistolary novels. This is why many people turn to audio dramas, rather than podcast journalism, uh, for their entertainment. Audio dramas often had more satisfying endings than real life. Uh, stories being what they are, B eventually finds other friends to help her investigate a strange menace threatening her community. I, I don't want to tell you much more because I am hoping that you will download it from the archives of Earth's old internet. Uh, you can find more info about the show at thebeaconpodcast.com. That's thebeaconpodcast.com. It was very exciting to discover Claudia Elvidge's early work. Uh, as you may know, Claudia eventually found her way to the moon and enjoyed great success as... Oh, oh uh, Brother Wilford is signaling me that... We're out of time. It's our day to do laundry for the entire monastery. That's a lot of robes. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Christopher again. Just wanted to take a quick second to thank those of you who have taken the time to write a review for Exoplanetary. Now, this is a five-star review from a user named Thrandil, and this is written on Apple Podcasts. And they say, very intriguing. This is a really great concept, and I'm enjoying it a lot so far. Looking forward to more. Well, thanks, Thrandiel. Uh, writing us a review like this is a huge help. If you've written a review, let us know. We're at ExoplanetaryPod on Twitter, and we'll see you next month. <laughs>